Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, Raider Nation. Welcome to the Believe in Raiders podcast, the Believe Podcast Network. I'm Dennis Ackerman. Please be joined by former Raider great Stanford Ralph Stamp. Raiders made it official on Tuesday, placing Derek Carr on waivers. Carr refused to waive his no-trade clause, and the Raiders avoid more than $40 million of his contract being guaranteed. Stan, the Raiders hope to get something in return for Carr, but ultimately they must settle for a divorce. You okay with the Raiders and Carr going their separate ways with no compensation for the silver and black? I mean, pretty much any time that a guy has a, a no-trade clause in his contract, it almost it, it almost ensures that something like that is bound to happen unless you have that magical type of agreement where they're willing to be traded to Team X and Team X is willing to give up the proper compensation for the player. That way, the original team is willing to go ahead and go through with the trade. So you got a lot of uh, of, uh, I's that need to be dotted and a lot of T's that need to be crossed whenever somebody with a no-trade clause in their contract is able to actually have a trade resurrected the right way you know what stan i you know look at the raiders backed themselves into a corner when they agreed to the yeah, trade clause they did you, you know with Derek Carr. so at that point Derek would be stupid to agree to a trade because all it's going to happen is he's going to go to another team it's just going to weaken the team that he's going to so you know and i don't blame him he shouldn't be he shouldn't have had to say, uh wave his no trade clause good for him i think what he's done for the franchise in the nine years that he's been there you know six what six head coaches stan numerous yes you know, numerous offensive coordinators, all the off the field issues, on the field issues, horrible defenses. Um, you know what? It, I don't blame Derek Hart at all. I know Raider, a lot of Raider fans are like, oh, we should have done that for the Raiders. No, he didn't know the Raiders. Stan, you're a former player. You don't know that team anything, do you? Oh, no, you don't. And I simply say that because at the end of the day, yes, the Raiders made Derek Carr a very rich man, along with a lot of other players, but that's nothing compared to what the owners are making. So at the end of the day, it's a business. And they didn't think about, you know what, let's go ahead and let him finish out his finish out the year as the starter. And then, you know, we'll cut him or trade him in the offseason. They didn't think about doing that no. <laughs> going into that game against the 49ers. So that's why at the end of the day, as a player, you got to do what's best for you because please understand this, that franchise, they're going to do what's best for them. Right. So in the, in the same regard, you as a player, you got to do what's best for you. I don't feel like he owed them anything. I feel like he's given a lot of his heart and soul to Raider Nation. Now, has Derek Carr not lived up to the billing at times? You better freaking believe it. But there's a lot of other guys that you go ahead and throw in that category also. So I don't have any ill will towards him. Anything like that. The Raiders, like you just said, painted themselves or pointed themselves into this corner. And it is what it is. He did not want to waive his no trade clause. He did not want to go to a team that's going to be depleted for the compensation that they're going to have to give up to receive him. And so now he's going to be a free agent where he can sign anywhere he pleases now. And that team won't have to give up anything to get him other than a, a large salary, a large contract. Exactly. Stan, the Raiders did free up $29 million now in salary cap space, and I'm sure all those car haters are now rejoicing that he's gone. He does leave the franchise as all-time passing leader, over 35,000 passing yards, 217 touchdowns, 99 interceptions in the nine years that he was quarterback in the Raiders. Stan, let me ask you this now. Uh, look, at there is a lot of pressure on head coach Josh McDaniels and general manager Dave Ziegler 
to get this right because, look, we've seen it before where the Raiders took Jamarcus Russell with the number one pick back in 2006. That didn't work out. That set the franchise back Lord knows how many years on finding a right quarterback. It's the most important position in all of sports. They can't swing and miss on this one, Stan. They got to get this right. Oh, uh, yeah, they, they got to get it right. And, uh, and how do they get it right? I'm not sure. We heard a lot of reports going out that it seemed like the deal from Tom Brady going to Las Vegas was a done deal. And then all of a sudden, Tom Brady retires. So uh, as far as what they're going to do next, as far as who's going to be next in command, I'm not sure. Maybe they do it in the draft. Maybe they trade for Aaron Rodgers. Who knows? I think uh, your guess is as good as mine. But yes, they have to make sure that they get it right. And I think that even if they get it right, you still got to address the defense. Obviously, oh, yeah. we're talking about quarterbacks right now. I just want to go ahead and throw that out there that even if you get the quarterback situation correct, even if you get it right, it does not mean that you are now a contender. It does not mean that you're now ready to get over the hump and win a Super Bowl. You still have other parts. You still have other areas on this team, defense, that you have to address. Yeah, we'll get into more of that. I want to get the promo rating here, and then let's dive more into that, Stan. Bet Online remains your number one source for all your sports betting this season. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at Bet Online. Bet Online features live betting, free contests, and live scores for almost any sport or game imaginable. We're the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite leagues and events. Head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Make sure to use the promo code BELIEVE to re receive your rewards. Bet online where the game starts. Well, Stan, right now, the only quarterback on the roster is Chase Garbers. As just a reminder that, you know, Jared Stidham, who started the final two games of the 2022 season, he's a free agent as well. And just FYI, the Raiders' cap hit for letting Cargo is $5.6 million. Well, Stan, you mentioned Tom Brady. The Raiders also have been linked to veterans Aaron Rodgers. We've heard Jimmy Garoppolo's name tossed about. You know, the Raiders have as many as projected 11 picks in April's draft. Uh, they hold the seventh selection, although, you know, the top three quarterback prospects, Ohio State's C.J. Stroud, Alabama's Bryce Young, and Kentucky's Will Levis, could all be potentially gone before the Raiders pick. I mean, stand the order is Chicago. They don't need, I don't think they'll get to take a quarterback. I think they're happy with Justin Fields. My worry is somebody's going to yeah. uh, make them an offer they can't refuse, and that team's going to need a quarterback. So that there, there could potentially be a quarterback taken there. We know Houston needs a quarterback. They pick second. Arizona's picking third. I don't see them taking a quarterback. Indy's fourth. We know they've been desperate for a quarterback since Andrew Luck retired a handful of years ago. Then Seattle and Detroit, I don't see them taking a quarterback. So, Stan, I mean, let's just let's focus on free agency first. Do you think that is the way that the Raiders will go, as you said, because they have so many holes on the defensive side of the ball, and then maybe they can address the defense along with the offensive line in the draft. So let me we'll start there. Do you think they'll go the route of free agency or perhaps a trade? I think going the route of free agency would be the quickest uh to actually getting the quarterback position correct. Uh maybe like I said trading for Aaron Rodgers. I don't know, but I think that uh whenever you whenever it's the draft, we all know this is a crapshoot. Oh, absolutely. We all know that you'll probably have about five quarterbacks taken in the first round year to year and you'll probably have two that'll be decent that they'll try to go ahead and anoint a franchise quarterback and then one will actually be franchise quarterback worthy that's typically how it goes and it's a crapshoot as far as which one of those guys is going to truly turn out to be the good so that's why i think going free agency if you have that uh, that option you definitely is something you want to look into a lot 
uh, because we know that they're proven. We know that they actually know how to be an NFL quarterback rather than just simply being speculated to be one. And I think that whenever you look at the defense side of the ball, you're going to have to attack that, in my opinion, through free agency and the draft. You're not going to be able to just do one uh, or the other. And I think that um, when you look at everything in totality, the Raiders have a lot of good pieces. You got Devontae Adams. You got Max Crosby, two people that you can go ahead and build your respective sides of the ball around, but you still have numerous other areas on the field that you need to address. Stan, let me ask you this. Jimmy Garoppolo, uh, obviously familiar with Josh McDaniel's system, uh, spent time with him with the New England Patriots. Is Jimmy G an upgrade over Derek Carr, in your opinion? I think that Jimmy G, because he knows Josh McDaniel's system, because he's familiar with it and those things with just the simpatico type of mindset where Jimmy G comes from the New England brain trust obviously being traded to the San Francisco 49ers and he's been there for a couple of years or should I say several years that to me shows that okay he probably can do better in Josh McDaniel's scheme than a Derek Carr when you look at that first game against the 49ers you look at a uh, uh, Stidham how he played against the 49ers and played very well. So I think that uh, Jimmy G could be an upgrade, maybe not from a talent standpoint, but just being able to actually go ahead and disseminate the Josh McDaniels offensive uh, offensive system, the offensive scheme, being able to go ahead and implement it, being able to go ahead and take what you hear in the meeting room and put that out there on the football field as far as personifying it. I think that that's definitely something that you got to look into. Aaron Rodgers, Stan, we know uh, right now, I believe he's in some dark, he said he was going to some dark room or dark place for like four days, (laughs) and then he's going to come out and make his decision whether he wants to retire perhaps or continue with the Packers. He's 39 years old. Stan, I don't, first of all, would you want him on the Raiders? Second of all, what do you think it would take to pry him away from Green Bay? Oh, I think that uh, you probably would, you're probably going to have to go ahead and give at least a first-round pick or maybe a second-round pick. I'm not sure. Maybe a player uh, or two. Um, I think that given where the Raiders are, Aaron Rodgers has, what, two years, $100 million left on that three-year 150 contract or something like that, I'm guessing. Um, but at 39 years old, Stan, he's coming off a down year in terms of Aaron Rodgers' production. Right? Oh, no doubt about it. But Aaron Rodgers still, you would consider him a top 15 quarterback. Oh, absolutely. And And if you think about it, if we were to go ahead and think of them signing Tom Brady, it would more than likely be what? A two-year deal, something yes. like that? That's how much Aaron Rodgers has left on his deal, two years. So that's why, because of the length, that's why it's something I would really go ahead and look at. Now, if Aaron Rodgers had just signed a deal for, you know, six years, $180 million or whatever, like when we saw uh, Russell Wilson just sign uh, last fall, that would give me trepidation, given Aaron Rodgers' age of 39 but I think that when you look at it just being two years, obviously a large salary, but like I said, he's Aaron freaking Rodgers. Uh, that's something that I definitely would not just completely turn my nose up at. I'm, I'm giving that a strong look. I'm going to sit down, have a talk with him. Okay, where are you at mentally? Are you somebody that can be here for OTAs, at least half of them, to go ahead and try to build up a rapport with Hunter Renfro? Darren Waller. Notice I ain't saying Devontae Adams because right. uh, I know you got a report with him. Yes. So I think that uh, because it's only two years, I don't think that's something that you just completely dismiss or ignore. I don't. 
So Stan, everybody knows who listens to this podcast that you are a defensive backs coach, uh, University of Houston. So obviously you're familiar yes. with Ohio State's CJ Stroud, Alabama's Bryce Young, Kentucky's Will Levis. Uh, we all know that teams love that rookie contract, uh, especially for a quarterback, because they're not making a lot of money. Comparatively speaking, this will free up a lot of money for you to address other needs, which we've already said the Raiders have a lot of. So will you, Stan, if you're the Raiders, uh, Dave Ziegler, do you load up some picks, try to move up, and grab one of those three? And if you do, which one would you want? Okay, okay. Go ahead and, and, and ask the question again. So I know you're familiar with C.J. Stroud, Bryce Young, yeah. Will Levis. Which one of those three intrigues you the most to package uh, some picks? Because obviously you're gonna, it's going to have to be a package, and it's going to have to be a big one if you're going to move up. Which one of those three would you move up for and give up a lot of picks? The Raiders right now projected to have 11 picks. I'm not sure that I really want to just – load up the the uh the brinks truck or should i say the 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 draft pick truck and send it to anybody to go and try to move up so i can get one of those three guys and i say that because i look at cj stroud obviously played very very well at ohio state i'm gonna ask you this name the last ohio state quarterback who was actually really produced at a high level in the nfl i'll wait you know what's there right now off the top of my head is Justin Fields, and there are still question marks about whether he's exactly what, what, my you know point. what I'm saying, what Chicago's got to do with him. There's, there's talks that they could tr- possibly trade him and take a quarterback. So I understand so where now you're coming let's from. Go, yeah. So now let's go to Bryce. Let's go to Bryce Young. Bryce Young is my size. He's like 195. <laughs> yeah, so but you know what, Stan? I think that that that, that you know, maybe back in the day, I think Drew Brees though kind of put that to bed that, you know, you don't have to be this six three, two something. Um, but I do mm-hmm. get what you're saying. I I think Bryce, though, can we agree that he's more of a pocket passer than? than oh yes, he definitely is. Yeah, yeah, no doubt about that. And yeah. so now let's go to Will. Let's go to Levitz out of yeah. Kentucky. Well, I'm sorry. Did he propel Kentucky to some sort of college football playoff? Uh, some sort of high ranking? No, no, no. So that's where I now have trepidation with that. So that's why, like I said. It's a crapshoot. And do I want to load up all these draft picks just to go to send to somebody so I can have the opportunity to now roll the dice? Because I still can come up on snake eyes. Yeah. So that's why I'm not exactly enthused. I don't have a high desire to load up all these draft picks, to go to a team with a package. Also, I can get their draft position. Now I can draft one of these quarterbacks and then hope for the best. I'm not sure that I want to do that. So, Stan, do you maybe stand pat at number seven? You take the best player on the board, whether it's an offensive lineman, perhaps a, a right tackle, or maybe address the defense? Because right now, Max Crosby and Nate Hobbs are probably only the two that we can guarantee that will be back as starters on that side of the defense. And then maybe, I don't know if Anthony Richardson is there in the second round from Florida. I have no idea. Maybe the kid Hooker from uh, Tennessee, although he's coming off a nasty knee injury. You maybe, you know pause and wait till the second round and see who's available, what's there, but address other needs. And that's why I'm looking at Aaron Rodgers, Jimmy Garoppolo, okay. and several other guys and making a hard look at them and possibly trying to take a run at them through free agency or via trade because of everything that you just said about possibly just simply taking the best player available uh, uh, with that high draft pick in the first round, assuming that you're going to miss out on those three quarterbacks uh, with the, where I'm standing, Pat, at. That's why I would take a hard look, free agency, and uh, via trade for quarterbacks. All right, final topic, Stan. Where do you think Carr's going to end up? I mean, we know he visited with the Saints and his former coach, uh, Dennis Allen. <clears throat> Washington's also been thrown out there, the New York Jets. Uh, I've seen Houston uh, as a possible st- stopgap, uh, especially if they're likely to take a quarterback, or maybe even Carolina. 
You know, we got new head coach uh, Frank Reich. Where do you where do you think Derek ends up? I think it's probably going to be somewhere on the East Coast. I'm thinking probably Carolina, maybe New York. Uh, you know, I, I, the Saints, obviously, he didn't want to do that trade. The Texans, not exactly sure that that's going to be uh, something that comes to fruition. I look at them probably taking a quarterback. Uh, but I would probably go with Carolina or New York. Those would probably be my my two top candidates for the Derek Carr sweepstakes. Sam, do you think he can elevate them? And We've always talked about he's between somewhere between 10 and 15. He's in his 10th season. I mean, how how good do you think he can make another team? I think with good playmakers around him, he can elevate the team. I think that with good play call and a good defense, I think he can really take this team deep into the playoffs. But I think that when you ask yourself, when you ask me the question, can he take a bunch of C and B receivers and take them over the top, propel them forward? I'm not sure that he has that type of ability, but I do believe Derek Carr is more than capable of taking a team on a deep playoff run maybe even being a Super Bowl champion because he's definitely not a scrub. I just am not sure that he's the Pat Mahomes, Joe Burrow, that Josh Allen, that top quarterback, top tier. I'm not sure that he's in that class, but he's more than capable. Stan, this is the first domino to fall for the Raiders in the offseason. We got free agency coming up and then the draft. So uh, this team is going to look very different next year, especially at the quarterback position. And they still got a lot of decisions to make. Running back was Josh Jacobs. And then, like you said, uh, addressing that defense, addressing that offensive line, but most importantly, what are they going to do at the quarterback position? But this is the first domino to fall, and we'll see where things go from here. So, all right, Raider Nation, that's going to do it for this edition of the Believe in Raiders podcast presented by betonline.ag. For my partner, Stanford Route, I'm Dennis Ackerman. Thanks so much for listening, and may all your punts find the coffin corner. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.